0: Welcome to Simple Kicking, the show by special teams for special teams. Simple Kicking provides football's latest special teams news, insights, and interviews with kickers, coaches, recruiters, and agents to give players the best chance of success on their career path. And now, your host, former Division I kicker for LSU and Rice University, James Harris. Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, April the 13th, the podcast with Cairo Santos incredible. But before we get into it, let's hear a little bit about Big Game USA. Big Game manufactures footballs for many high school and top college programs. And the cool thing is they're made right here in Dallas, Texas. I've been kicking this football for a really long time, and it's been consistent for me every time. And I know what's going to happen with this football. When I'm over the spot, all I'm focusing on is the swing to produce it and the target I'm aiming at. To receive 10% off your order, please go to biggameusa.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page and click Kicker Footballs. Again, that simple kick 2021 for 10% off your kicking football order.
1: Keep fighting, and um, at the end of that day, I just I, I was still confident that I could play the next 10 games and not miss a kick. A little competition with myself to like, you know, I was making kicks in the games. Thinking that, like, oh, that was down the middle, like, that adds to my, uh you know, down the middle inside the propose uh, charts and that my precision is going to come down. Uh, so I'm starting to, like, you know, be more locked in to making kicks middle. And in my mind, like, as I was aiming the kick and I visualize now the propose, you know, in my head, I think you having that tool in your practice field and and the knowledge from your holder it's another advantage that you can take um, even though you're looking at the 18 foot wide pose really you're you're aiming at something that's not there but in your head it's it's drawn out there the pro posts are drawn out in my in my visuals when i'm looking at the go post on sundays
0: lee hit the theme Welcome to Simple Kicking with your host James Harrison. I remember distinctly talking to you at Carney's camp, and it was like, dude, I don't know if I'm ever gonna play again.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just kind of sometimes how the NFL is, you know when when the, the teams flip your page, you know, and, and move on from you, uh, scouting you and, and and all that because of um, you know your age or your um, results performance. I was afraid that the the My last game with the titans in 2019 before the pandemic hit and and nfl teams weren't working out guys and uh was gonna take a huge hit on on me coming back onto onto the the nfl and then um, yeah thankfully i think that carney's camp was a great door for a lot of guys to to get seen when right when the nfl allowed workouts again so uh, a lot of thanks to him for throwing that on and, and and that's the opportunity that I was just hoping for ever since you know that last uh, game with the Titans um, it was, it was a long time and I then I got picked up by the Bears a couple of weeks later and um, and the rest just kind of took care of itself.
0: Dude so when you say you fought back, you also were bouncing around the NFL Kind of share your story about what it's been like? in the NFL over the last couple of years?
1: Right. It's been uh, the most difficult was uh, you know feeling that you're the guy in Kansas City when I was a, a four-year starter there um, and talking contract extensions and had a kick. They were writing articles at training camp that you know, I was perfect in training camp uh, and we we're about to have the first preseason game um, and, and having contract talks and everything was good. And – it was a rainy day uh it got cold like in the 50s in training camp in, in uh in missouri uh and i had to kick a lot of balls that day kickoffs and the, And i just felt the groin just kind of uh get worn out because of the the heavy balls and the, the weather and and i felt the pop and, and, and after that it just things took a while to get back to normal um they released me so i rehab got back on with the bears and then Two weeks later, thought it was good, and, um, and two games later with the Bears, I re-injured uh, and had to get surgery. So that in itself, with the scar, many scars that I've had uh, in, in, in that one area, uh, it just took for, took two years to, to really feel like I had my full power and trust again. And, and but in that two years, I was bouncing from teams, you know, just kind of trying to endure the pain, endure the the. Swing changes that I had to do, uh, the the kind of limitations that I felt my 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 leg just wasn't you know firing at the same power, and and you just your performance decline, and uh, and you just but you just can't hold you know you never know when your last opportunity is going to be in the NFL, so you know and also you, it's hard to say no to the opportunities when they come, uh, even though you're not physically one hundred percent, you can you know you can swallow a lot of pain to, to get. To just to have that one opportunity, so uh, that's kind of what happened. And uh, I didn't get lucky with the timing. I you know, had a few head coaches changes uh, in those teams that I was with, and, and you know wasn't brought back. So that's kind of how things uh, played out. And just when they get the, when you get the call, you just have to be ready. You know, you have to show that you are ready. And I I had opportunities to to go uh, to the Bucks uh, after that one. A season with, um, that I got let go by KC, uh, go to the Bucks, go to the, the Bears were calling, uh, but I didn't feel like I was ready. And I waited until my, I felt like, you know, okay, I'm kicking and not getting sore. I'm ready to go. But then two weeks later, I, I wasn't as ready as I thought. So, uh, but I had to take the opportunity. I think, um, I, I wasn't as established as a, a guy that I can, okay, no, I can sit out yeah, a whole year and then, Come back, and our teams will be begging for me. And it's hard to take that that stance uh, in the NFL. I mean, you have to just be around the loop, um, in the circle, to 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 keep getting invited back in the circle.
0: This is Cairo Santos. He is the first Brazilian to ever play in the NFL.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's what I I didn't really know that until um, I came out of Tulane and, and the Chiefs. Um, signed me as an undrafted, an undrafted guy to compete with Brian Suckup. Made it with the Chiefs. I things are starting to kind of blow up in Brazil, uh, and and I had a lot of fun going back there doing camps and TV shows and just uh, my name had a, a big influence in um, how football got popular in Brazil and it's continued to grow and
0: talked earlier about the injury. We talked about getting cut. I've got a point that I want to bring up here of, of a kick that you and I had talked about when you were at Tennessee.
1: Yeah. Against the bills a 50 yarder and it poured the entire warm up. or it kind of had flashbacks off that one, you know, rain, rainy day in Kansas city. And I'm just trying to warm up and just pouring rain, you kicking wet balls. So I think you can get in kind of a, a out of rhythm, you know, you're you trying to overswing on a heavy ball. And I think you'd be, I was a draw that, that, that game. It wasn't really a ball playing. Operation was all good, and just one of those days that, like, you just – the rhythm is off. And at the end of that day, I just – I was still confident that I could play the next 10 games and not miss a kick. It's just how kicking is, you know. There's days this year that I've had 20 – the, the Vikings game is an example that uh, we're playing indoors. It's like week 15 or something. You know, I had made 22 kicks in a row in pregame warm ups. I don't know if just because I was so pumped up to be indoors after several cold games in Chicago, cold weeks of in um, Chicago. And the ball, I was just over kicking balls too and, and missing kicks indoors. I'm like, reset. Went back in the locker room, watched some film uh and re warmed up again something I never do is like you know the team's it's almost kickoff time and I'm re warming up again and didn't miss a kick uh during that warm up and had my best game of the season Went 4 for 4 two uh, huge kicks in the fourth quarter to uh to kind of clinch the game uh, long kick too and and that's how it is you just have to keep fighting no matter what the how hard the, the adversity is you just have to believe that you know you're, you've got the skill, you've got the mental toughness, and just keep punching at it.
0: Actually, had to re warm up because you weren't striking the ball like you wanted to.
1: It was puzzling. It was like balls are flying straight, but like I'm missing a little bit outside the left upright, a little bit outside the right, just kind of not hitting the, the right starting angle. And and I remember like I got up during my warm up, I got. Uh, far last kicking 60 plus is pretty quick into my warm-up just because it's indoor like you make one or two from like you know 45 50 and then you see the ball just flying far and straight and then you' allow like you know I, I just kind of got too excited I think there and maybe don't kicking the long kicks I, I got into over kicking and and then the short ones were missing so I was like you know what I'm not gonna hit a set anymore I'm going back in the locker room uh, just kind of restart things in my, in my head was almost, you know, hitting a reset button after I watched some film and then came back and I hit, I think 12 more balls in my up. made every single ball and then went four for four in a game.
0: Four degrees of precision, making all of your kicks down the pro posts.
1: Yeah, I, it was and the key. Yeah, exactly. Like the kick, the ball flights and the, how I was making kicks too. Uh, it was all down the middle. It was just like, you know, uh, I, I you can't let, what you don't see from, t- like, ball after ball uh, affect how you visualize how you're going to see the next ball. It's like, you know, because I was missing kicks in the way that I normally didn't do uh, the weeks before, you know, leading up to that, I didn't – it was like, it's like okay, you know, I just have to just keep punching at it, and I'm still going to continue to visualize what's me, you know, what's my kick, uh, my A ball, and and – and things can just kind of reclick again. Um, so, it kicking man—it's especially in Chicago, especially in the winds that we deal with—you have to respect it, how hard. Respect the craft, and and just understand that the work needs to be put every single day, no matter your percentage in your career, um, how well you're kicking, uh, the streaks you have, I'm kicking so such a. Um, a craft that work needs to be done to, to continue. It's your body. It's, you know, talking steps, talking wind, talking snap and hold. Um, so just, I think I appreciate that that grind that Chicago has made me and I wasn't getting overly confident, um, or down on myself, you know, after, um, you know, the roller coasters that you experience, but, uh, just I was willing to just, be locked in every single day, um, practice or game, um, and just keep grinding.
0: This is Cairo Santos. He's the kicker at the Chicago Bears. Here's a guy that we just showed a clip of him as upset as you possibly can be, but it was one of those days. And you had the the guts, the intestinal fortitude, as some people say, to just shake it off. And shaking it off is not just a one-second – thing that happens. I mean, this was a process of you learning how to commit to the grind. Cairo, we're looking at your stats. This is halfway through the season. What was that like?
1: That you have to have, uh, especially I think in Chicago, that I was just worried like taking one day at a time and one game and you know, just worrying about that week, uh, just being locked in and, um, and just grinding through to, to, to make kicks. Um, but what I think stood out to me was like how well I was making those kicks. And we will see a lot of those green dots and um, right down the middle. And, and we actually have the, the, the pro post at the practice facility um, with the Chicago Bears, So I use those to warm up every day. And when I'm making or hitting my kicks in the, in the field goal set with the team, I judge of like, Oh man, like a good day. You know, I, I, you know, Eight of my ten kicks went went down the pro, the pro post, you know that. So I kind of started judging the good days um, from the not as good. Even if I went ten for ten, and my field goal set was by how much you know, in the center I was kicking, and I started to aim at the center. And uh, and it's serious uh, because you 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 sent me that uh, halfway through the season. You you texted that to me, and I had no idea that I was you know that precise. And then it became a little competition with myself to like, you know, I was making kicks in the games thinking that like, oh, that was down the middle. Like that adds to my uh you know, down the middle inside the propose uh charts so and that my precision's gonna come down. Uh so I started to like, you know, be more locked into making kicks middle. And in my mind, like as I was aiming the kick and I visualize now the propose, you know, it, in my head and like where I need to start. Like sometimes a right to left when I talk to O'Donnell, my holder, um you know, right, right skinny or, you know, left skinny. And, and we've started to visualize that, those posts and try to put them through. And I think it gives you a lot of confidence when you, when you're starting to do that um, during practice to, uh, to, you know, that, that aim small, miss small mentality is going to, uh, you got a lot more room to miss then when I mean, you locked in and just uh, the pro post. Uh, uh, it was really cool, man. I'm so glad that you sent me that because I think you helped me, you know, take my my grind level to the, another level there, um, trying to make kicks down the middle.
0: You got that text, you looked at it, and there was a lot more green, meaning balls that were down the center of the pro post, than you expected. And then the second half of the season – you kept it going. In fact, dude, you had the same amount of precision. So I'm gonna pull up this next chart. But as you look at this chart, it sounds like the pro post gave you visuals during the game. And then the simple kicking app kind of gave you some
1: visuals that you said, Wow, like this is really how I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah, the the pro's out there, it, it gives you something to aim, something to visualize. Um and when you add it to the paper and get the numbers it, conf- it just gives you a confirmation of a, of you know how well you're improving too because uh, uh like i said i use those in uh, in practice and um it was you know nine out of ten but all those nine balls were down the middle versus a 10 out of 10 kick where i've got three balls four balls in that blue outside the post i'll take the nine out of 10 because uh, you know that's a guy I want to be the same guy, uh, um, over and over again and, and not spray balls, you know, even though they're going in. Um, so that, that, and when you add that visual with the confirmation in the charts, um, I think you can learn so much about yourself and, uh, how well your work is, is being produced. Um, so yeah, man, I I was, I was pumped and I was in in the games just like competing with myself. It was like, yeah, my precision is going to come down. Yeah. Uh, And I I just wanted to keep going.
0: And so during the game, you took those visuals that you had at Hallis Hall. You go out onto a Sunday night or Monday night game. You had a wild card playoff game down in New Orleans. And you're thinking – I'm going to make sure my precision is right down the pro post.
1: And and I was actually disappointed because, so I kicked a, in that game, the playoffs, I made a 31-yarder right down the middle. Was, I was like, man, that was awesome. And then the second, and the second one, I kind of pulled it a little bit and I put it inside the left upright, and I was like, oh, that's, you know, I wasn't good enough. It was To me, I was, it was like, man, like, you know, that wasn't a good kick. I made the kick. It was a playoff game. Uh, made the kick, but it was like oh, it was just you no, know, eh, not happy with that. Uh, so that's how you know I'm starting to be you know expect of myself is balls just need to go down the middle because that, that's what I produce week in week out, and that's what I plan on producing. It's
0: fun. It sounds like it made it kicking more fun for you.
1: Yeah, it, it, and you know what too? Like uh, so, O'Donnell even. Though he's a punter, he doesn't get to really use the, the, the pro post. But as a holder, uh, we speak the same language when we're talking. Like when I'm aiming, like you know, looking at this chart that you have it on screen, um, if it's a left or right wind, um, depending how hard the wind is, I might tell him left skinny and he knows exactly where to aim. Or I might tell him split the left skinny and the left upright, and that's like where that blue is uh, – that one blue kick there and that, that's kind of and he aims those laces for me there uh, to kind of get started so even though he doesn't use that kick to uh, or the propose to you know work on his punting craft but he understands exactly what I'm talking about when we don't have the propose out there at Soldier Field um, during game days when I say left skinny he knows exactly where to put it when I say just outside the left skinny he knows exactly where to put it so uh, that, that's just something that, uh, I think you having that tool in your practice field and, and the knowledge from your holder, it's another advantage that you can take. Um, when you, even though you're looking at the 18 foot wide pose, really you're, you're aiming at something that's not there, but in your head, it's, it's drawn out there. The pro posts are drawn out in my, in my visuals, uh, when I'm looking at the Go post on Sundays.
0: If the Chicago Bears went to go get some random replacement kicker guy off the street, just like they got you off the street, you are worth two wins above a replacement kicker. Dude, you score a lot of points, and those points turn into wins, and the amount of wins that Cairo's right foot is worth for the Chicago Bears in 2020 was two games.
1: Wow, that's awesome. I mean, that I've never seen that type of analysis. Uh, a lot of uh, hard work gets put into to be recognized, especially with the names that you see on that list. I mean, those guys balled out this year, um, and it, it makes you really proud to be next to those names.
0: Cairo Santos, this time last year, you know, getting over an injury, bouncing around the NFL. How is Young-Waiku totally unemployed, not even looked at? And same thing with Nick Folk. He was just kind of a veteran leg. And here you guys, you three, this is totally rare.
1: Um... Yeah, I think you can even add a, a little bit of uh, Jason. Um, I've I used to train with him down here when he was. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, when he was playing for the Jags. And uh, his tremendous kicker, uh, even at the time. Uh, but his numbers, uh, you know, weren't up to NFL standards. I think you know when you look at the guys that are performing at a high level, um, he gets let go and then gets picked up by the Jets. Pro Bowl year and guy just had the most impressive season, uh, in the NFL I've ever seen, you know, to do what he did, uh, this year, I think it was a hundred percent, I think 26 attempts or something, uh, streak of like 30 plus picks made. Uh, so even including him, Gano knows a guy that, um, got injured, uh, and, and gets picked up by the giants and could have been a pro bowler this year too. Um, and I think there's something to, like, fighting uh, for another chance. You, know, when you it's your dream to enter the NFL than to be established in the NFL because I think it's harder to stay than to make it. Um, and then when you get um, sort of uh, you know, your plans falling short of your potential that you believe in yourself, it sparks a fire, I think, to, you know, to compete again to to get back into um, that you know that uh, journey that you were in to enter the NFL in the first place so to get it to do it twice you know I think you come in that second time with a level of uh, confidence mental toughness you're you're a better product product of yourself because of those tough times and with injuries with performances uh the, the guys that I think get second chances I mean, I think you're getting a better kicker um, that, you know, I think guys deserve opportunities. Um, You know, not, not, it can't just be, I think there are many kickers that are not in the league right now. Um, If they got another chance, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they get into that list that we just saw. You know, I think uh, uh, Cody is a guy that uh, I admire a lot. And, uh, and he just kicked phenomenally by the, uh, for the Browns and that's a tough place to kick. Um, so that he's another example that you can throw in that mix. Um, uh, and a guy that, that was bouncing around too, uh, the last every couple of years. Um, so yeah, I think that that's, I love to see those stories, you know, that when you get the, the second version of yourself, um, uh, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I play a lot of golf and then, you know, Many kickers, I think, do uh, enjoy golfing too. And how many times uh, you, you miss a, a putt, and then you really get another chance, and that second guy is like ninety-five percent. Uh, you you just learn, you know, from a mistake. You learn, uh, and you got better, and, and you able to perform better. So I think um, there's no coincidence that you see that that many cases in that list. Um, and, and I'm a big fan of all of them for for what they've done and inspired me to get in there too
0: so you brought up something which was it's harder to stay in the nfl than make it
1: yeah i believe in that and i heard that when i when i was going through the process of uh of making it in a couple years i remember uh i started off with the chiefs as a with a, a good rookie year uh and my special teams coach dave tobe who uh, I think he was one of the most respected in the league and uh, a guy that pushed me really hard to be a better version of myself every year. He would tell me every offseason, you no know, exit meetings, I'm getting a guy to beat, beat you out. You know every year I was like, you know, I would break records, I'm getting a guy to beat you out. Uh, and I would come in in, in April for OTAs and no, not the draft, you know, hadn't happened yet, but like, so they, I would be the only guy that when I get there, no OTAs and then just kicking lights out and then he would tell me, you know, I, I you know, didn't, didn't think I needed to get a guy. You know, I, they never brought in a guy to compete with me when I was there. So, uh, but he would tell me every off season that he was going to. And it got to a point that I remember he told me, you know, a guys you no know agents told me this year that nobody wants to come here, compete with you because it's a tough place to kick. You know, it's cold and, you know, how are, you, how are you kicking so that's a testament to um, you know your your product uh so and that i then i got hurt and then i'm finding myself fighting to get, to get back to something that i worked you know year after year um you know ready to compete for another job here i was you know as a free agent um just ready to enter that that mode of compete for another job, and that's because I was ready. Year two, year two, three, two, three, four. Even though I didn't have to, because my coach told me they wanted to find a guy to beat me out. Um, so that's how the NFL is. You know, and if you don't produce, you know, if you get expensive, um, you know, teams would love to find a cheaper version of you. Uh, and there's a lot of guys out there that can do it. Uh, we know that. So, uh, every year, man, it's, and a lot of the, the vets understand that and, and appreciative of still being around, you know, me, to, I'm entering year eight and that's unreal to, to, uh, believe that my journey, uh, that I approach year after year has led to an eight or seven year career. Um, so it's a blessing and, and to be in this circle, uh, it's a, Truly a privilege that um, a lot of people want to get a taste of this um, and we're fortunate to to be the ones that to be in it.
0: Yeah, dude, but you've worked really, really hard. It's not, I mean, I'm going to pull up this video from Carney's camp this summer. I remember going up to you, just hearing that sound. I'm a kicking nerd and I'm just looking at this guy and I'm like, dude, don't give up. Like I saw in your eyes in our conversation, it was just like, dude, this is a grind, you know? And I understand you're talking about it being a privilege, you know, being one of the 32. But when I look back at this moment and the conversation that we had, there was a little glimmer of, of, of hope that you had in yourself. And I remember, you know, you're kind of at a crossroads like, Hey, you know, I got, you know, my, my, my family situation's changing with, you know, having a new one on the way and you didn't give up why didn't you give up dude like there was something in this kick at this day that said i'm not giving up what what was it
1: it's uh faith i think faith it plays a big part um in that i didn't believe that my my i guess book you know my my fate was was over i i didn't get here from Brazil to being the first Brazilian born player to end on a bad day in Tennessee. Like it didn't, no way I was going to allow myself to, um, to finish, you know, this amazing chapter that that has given me so much in my life um, that I'm still in love with the process. I wasn't going to give it another shot. Um, And always, I hold that one close to me that, it was just going to take one opportunity to to be back in there. Uh, that's the mentality that I was going to be ready. Uh, and it was a long year because you know, from, I think it was November or October, when uh, I got released by the Titans. And then that was August, I think, end of July, that camp uh, from Kearney. Um, it was, yeah, it was in July. Uh, uh, one of those. Um, it was a, a long... Road of just going to the field by yourself with the sour taste in your mouth, Um, they just couldn't wait to get a chance to uh, to get that out, you know, out of your system. But you weren't getting opportunities. Opportunities weren't even being given to anybody because of COVID. And I just when Carney threw that, sent me that email, um, and what the opportunity was going to be to be in front of a team again. It was, it was that one. It was that one that you've been hoping for and, and chasing after, dreaming about. And at the time, my wife was, I think, six months pregnant. It was like the last month uh, before she could travel. And I took her with me. It's like, hey, are you know, you're coming with me to San Diego? We're going to make a, a last vacation um, out of it, too. Uh, and went and kicked really well. I was really pumped up how I was able to perform in front of such a, a amazing group of uh, kickers. There's a lot of talent. Um, and also I've never been – I was fortunate to when I entered the NFL to not have to go through another one of those combines and uh, you know, workouts with several kickers um, to get back into the league. And because those are tough. I mean, it's hard to uh, stand out when, uh, when there's so many big legs – uh, guys that are just as good as you and, and that want your job or, you know, breathing on your neck. Um, and he's like, you're walking around and, dude, you can really kick me in the fell. I mean, you, you know, I'm no different than you. It, it, but you have to go in there and just show that, you know, why you're the one that, that got the call. Uh, you know, you're, the ball fly, you got to be precise, you know, uh, the, the level, the way you kind of carry yourself. And I think teams are, paying attention to all that. Um so it was an opportunity for me to just really like, you know, I I respect this grind of these guys are putting through. And I'm gonna take this part of my experience now, trying to get back into it, seeing these guys train hard, um, even harder than you, because you know, when you're in season kicking a lot, no, you're not working out, getting stronger the same way that these guys are doing. So if you're not getting ahead of yourself or, or you know, if you're not performing, you know, even bigger, um, you know, guys are getting better there to take your job. So I took all that experience with me uh, to make that version of myself to when I got that opportunity and he came with the nurse to you know, just be a COVID guy, be a, a short-term guy because Eddie um, was recovering from an injury uh, I was you know if I'm here for three games, those are the three games that I want, and I'm gonna make the best of it to to you know get back and as a starting kick in the NFL, and uh you know ended up getting the whole season and uh, re-signed. So uh I, I, I'm just can't wait for uh you know not take the my entire foot off the, the throttle, the pedal, and, and and just keep you know making more uh moments like this.
0: From now on, it doesn't count unless it goes through the pro post. So we have to elevate your standard of what is good versus no good. So from now on, when I watch a game, I'm going to have a little thing on my head that says Cairo is not going to be happy unless it splits the pro post.
1: And you know what I did? Uh, so uh, I started kicking uh, uh, last week, really, um, and I went to a high school field and you know we got this wide go post i mean it's like a, it's even embarrassed seem to think that you know i'm missing a kick in that wide uh, go post and to me it was just like no uh, it's i don't want to have this visual and so next time i kick i went to my neighborhood has a soccer field with a bunch of trees in the in the in the background so i aimed at two trees that kind of, you know, they're very tall, almost like palm trees, they're probably as skinny as the propos, And that's where I kicked. Uh, and, and that's why I kicked last few times. And I think that's a, a better practice. You know, I think you, I'm too used now to aiming small and, and it feels much better when they go through those trees than the the high school post. So, uh, maybe I need to Get some shipped to to Jackson Some put on those soccer fields, and uh, that's the thing—the only way to do it now.
0: Well, good news—I am developing a new uh, product that is on the ground, and you can put it in the back of a pickup truck. So stay tuned for that.
1: I—I'll be the first one to try. If you need a <laughs> tester,
0: I love this question, and I've never asked an NFL guy this, but. What do you do for fun for in practice? Do you guys have any games that you guys play? There's been some games that others have told me about like punt golf. I mean, the NFL seems very, you know, serious and it is. It's a business. But is there anything you guys do for fun up there in Chicago?
1: No, not that that much fun because we I think we just like to do our work when we're at practice and then uh thankfully um coach Tabor, our special teams coach, he lets us go in the weight room and just uh, get a workout in during practice or stretch and get off our feet. Um, we do like to, all three of us, you know, we like to golf. So, uh, we, you know, kind of play the, the video games and, and, and golfing and, uh, the, the games that you have on your phone. And, uh, so I think we spend more time uh, I think just enjoying each other, uh, laughing, sharing stories. And, uh, than physical fun. And, and when we do have the time now, when I got there, they were pretty much, uh, at the end of training camp. So I think they were exhausted and we would just enter the season. So we did get to play, you know, real golf a few times and it was a blast. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's, uh, we, we do have, a, a little game that we try to, you know, we don't want to have too much fun. You know, if the guys are getting serious in practice, uh, it's kind of a sneaky game. It can be sneaky. You are sneaky stealth, but it's like you stand 10 yards apart. It's a little, it's kind of like shuffleboard. You start with a ball like on the line, kind of rolling sideways and you just roll it like a barrel, roll it like a barrel. Uh, and you can't cross the other 10 yard line where the other guy's standing from. You want to aim for the nine, nine and a half. So to uh, play the best of 10, uh, and whoever each round whoever got closer to the ten yard without going over, uh, won. So, uh, so it's a little show kicking. Maybe you can call it. Uh, that that's the the only one that we can afford to play. But in college, we did play uh, kicking golf. You pick a target like across the field, and you make it a part four or something, and you have to hit that target. By either punting or kicking. playing uh, college. The college fun days are over. This is this is real real job.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is grown up stuff. We're adults now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so walk me through what this was like to kick a game winner against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who ended up winning the Super Bowl.
1: Um so yeah, so I think the, the two things that stood out to me uh, during that, that moment was something I got to witness in person. Uh, many times was a former kicker beating their – a kicker beating their former team. So up did that with the Titans against the Chiefs. Um, I saw Robbie Gold do that um, with the 49ers against the Bears. Matt Bryant um, do it uh, with the Falcons against the Bucks. And I just think there's a level of, like, performance, being the guy to, like, you know, kind of put that dagger – that's cool to enjoy and, and and being a part of it. Something I've always wanted to do. Uh, with the Bucks, I I thought I kicked really well in training camp. They did draft Matt Gay, a kicker that was super talented, powerful, that just had a really great finish with the Rams, and going to be kicking for a long time. A uh, buddy of mine. Uh, so it was like, but it was the opportunity to like you know show a team that cut you, uh, just kind of give them you know. One loss uh, is a a feeling that I was hoping to do. So I was praying for that opportunity in that game. Um, It was such a tight game. And I got a chance to hit a 47 earlier. And here it is, a a game winner. And what was so curious, though, with this year, um, not having fans, was that you could hear so much more than you normally don't with the players chirping on the line. The sideline was over here to my right behind O'Donnell. And, you know, you hear a lot of things uh, being yelled at you that, you know, when it's quiet uh, that you don't normally hear. So after I made the 4-7, it was really a pressure kick. It was, a, I think, in, late in the fourth qu- quarter, too, or beginning of the fourth quarter. And uh, I heard I was heard those things when I was kicking, and I, was, I made the kick. And then I went to the sideline, and in preparation for this kick right here, I told as I was warming up in the net, I told Olano and Scales like, Hey, uh as I'm as I'm kicking the net here, lining up, going through my my, my routine can you just like scream random stuff like, you know, at me, you know, Kyra, you suck, or uh, you know, you're gonna miss it. Um just whatever. Like, you know, be funny or just try to distract me. And I hit like three balls in the net with them doing that. I mean they weren't really screaming or just you know kind of trying to distract me so when i got to the 38 yarder i had already prepared something that i was expecting to get um in you know with the game winner and and here i go and i have the same routine how i run run onto the field how i you know pick out my target talk to my holder and that was just something that prepared me for that moment even more um Kind of you know adjust like you know, to deal with the pressure and deal with the the chirping and the uh, you know the added noise, um, and, and to come through with it was was something that was really another thing actually I forgot so a third point was that that game was week five of um, twenty twenty season when I got cut from the Titans in twenty nineteen that was also week five so it was a whole year you know. Anniversary, if you will, of uh, you know, I think the lowest point in my career, performance wise, to uh, I'd say one of the highest to do it in Thursday night against the team that ended up winning the Super Bowl, Tom Brady, Um, former team. That's a level of like, you know, and I knew it. Here comes the faith, you know, that God was doing something with me, you know, to, to put me through that. And then a year later, to you know kind of have that opportunity to, to tell myself that like you know, this is where you belong and you know this is where you're gonna be. Um, so that, that was a, that was really a turning point in my, my life to, to go through the lowest to the highest.
0: I went from my lowest point to my highest and you still have a lot more to go. Because like we said, now you've got visuals. Now you've got kind of a game within the game. Now you have more maturity. You've overcome a lot more conflict since then. You're now a different version of yourself. I mean, what does this sound like in Brazilian? I mean, in English, it's quite profound.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Determinação, um, um, determination. Um I think it's... Um, fair faith um that you know that you belong and this is what's uh what, what's your journey um and really it, it, that's i think the only two that i can think of that the two things that i the two tools that i use to uh strengthen me to um to do all that so um but there's a lot more. I think when you're, you know, are given opportunity to kick again for a franchise for three more years, you know, uh, in that, you know, faith in your work, I think I hold that myself. I hold myself accountable to that, uh, in the level that I want to, you know, give those returns to the club. You know, if it's two more wins a year, um, I want to make it three. No, I, I want to keep beating myself and beating other people's expectations um, because I put a lot of um, work to always improve and, and and always achieve great things.
0: Incredible! What an incredible story. Well, this is Cairo Santos, everybody. Dude, thank you so much for joining. I'm, and this will not be the last time we talk. Um, I'm sincerely grateful, and our friendship is something that happened by. You know, total accident because I just went out there to go kick for fun and, you know, chart the ki- the camp for carnies and, you know, now here we are uh, both, you know, getting our careers on the directions that, you know, we want them to be on and at the same time doing it with a lot of determination and faith that this is what we're supposed to be doing.
1: Absolutely, I was a big fan of yours. Uh, you know, as a person, uh, after we talked and uh, and learned some dad tips too from you and uh, your wife and, uh, and daughter. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it won't be the last, man. Uh, you're someone that I, I'll be rooting for to, and I'll be a customer. You know, I'll continue to use the app, uh, and the pro posts, and because it's only. Help me, and I—if I can do the same—to um, see something that I believe 100% works. Um, call me in, because uh, it's a tool that elevated my game.
0: Well, you know, dude, it's—it's it's funny you, you talk about all this to, to bring this full circle. I had Thomas Morstead on. He's the punter. He was the punter for the New Orleans Saints. Um, and in and your—and your story definitely strikes me like this. What you give will grow, and what you keep. Will die. And I, I just wonder that by you going to Santa Catarina, Brazil, going to no name places in the globe, you know, in that country where no American would ever think about, and you going down there to give of yourself, to teach others, to inspire another generation, look what's happened, you know, for you in return you learn how to deal with adversity, but maybe it's true. Maybe what you give will grow. And you are one of those guys that has definitely given.
1: Yeah. I think faith teaches you a lot, you know, uh, of to give and, um, you know, it's really nothing is ours. It, it, it's, it was given, you know, the, we're given the opportunity to, to, take our lives to this. Um, and and I think, you know, who knows when our last day here and on earth is. So uh, the impact that you leave behind, you know, I think you can't wait to, uh, you know, uh, or, or keep that you know away from people that, that you can change. And, you know, I think that, a, I was able to share a lot. It was that football is not just about make it to the NFL, you know, when you learn about the game and the opportunities in high school or in Brazil and getting a chance to uh, I've met kickers that have taken that same journey after um, hearing about mine that are currently going through high school in the States, a few have gone through college already um, because I say, you know, it's an opportunity to change your life to, you can get a scholarship to get a better education that you never would have dreamed of um you know maybe meet some people that will help you later in life in some other aspect maybe you will get a chance to uh play in the nfl but i think football has a a way of opening doors for you in, in many aspects and and that i think it's really not just about uh making a career of it's about um growing as a person And we know about the um you play football yourself you know in college and the values that you learn you know in the character and um the lessons that you're taught and, and the losses and the wins and the um just respecting of uh, the game the the um you know the life that it is to compete in, in this sport uh, i think you'd leave when you you know whatever it is if it's just in college or you know if football got you a scholarship to you really just wanted to be a doctor to be a to open your business but football got you there um that's how you should approach it um it's it's a door that is just waiting for you and go through every hurdle that you can to go open it um because it, it's something that i was able to share a lot and seeing kids take that route and some are the best kicker in brazil right now you know. Brazil has an amateur or semi-pro league and kickers are being having well, uh, an opportunity to have, make a career out of it, even if it's just not as luc- lucrative as it is in you know to, to as soccer players down there in Brazil but that's their dream and they're living it because uh, something that I was able to um, because of my journey and my story to share that and uh, and, and help them open those doors so i'll continue to do that because that's something that very fulfilling to 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 be able to, to to have that um you know as you go with your journey
0: fulfillment finding the right door determination faith not giving up i mean and here we are talking about kicking so much fun cairo santos everybody he's the kicker for the chicago bears Thank you so much for joining. Dude, I'm so incredibly proud of you. Congratulations on being a new dad. And, you know, you just know that I've got fatherhood all figured out, so you know who to get some fatherly advice from. Totally kidding. (laughs) None of us do. It's all our wives. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The best piece of fatherhood advice is find the right wife. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: right. Well, enjoyed it, man. Uh, wish you all the best, and uh, and and to all the listeners. Uh, thank you for listening to my story, and uh, you know, go Bears. Go
0: Bears! And if you haven't already, make sure to uh, follow Cairo. He is on Instagram. His handle is C Santos nineteen. I believe is that right, Cairo? C Santos nineteen. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, dude. This was fun. If you enjoyed the content man, drop a like, comment, or even subscribe. It would be really cool to hear from you. Also, you can find Simple Kicking on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even TikTok.